Yo. What's up? We live? Yeah, we live. All right, to the six people watching this. Jesus. Man, it's hard starting out one of these things, isn't it? But anyways, uh, to my very small audience, welcome. It's 9.20 currently right now, Eastern Time. Just had a workout for myself. Um, and I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now. And I'm I'm getting on here just because, you know, I'm I'm real, real, real ashamed at some of these NBA busts. And I get secondhand embarrassment for how bad these guys are sometimes. And sometimes it's not their fault, but sometimes it is. Today we're gonna go over that. Five players who I thought, you know, they were probably going to be real good, but my I was completely wrong, uh, like I normally am uh, when it comes to just life in general. Um, first, though, got to give a shout-out to my man Aaron Gordon wearing the number 50 for the Denver Nuggets. Mr. 50, that's what he's called. That's the reasoning for why he's using it. Scrolling through Twitter right now, Oklahoma City Thunder waved guard Austin Rivers. That don't matter. Celtics consider guarding or signing uh, Demarcus Andre Drummond. Yeah, I know that. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into this. Um, first player, got to go back all the way to 2014. It's the first time that I was actually paying attention to college ball. You know, just it's draft stuff in general, and it's Jabari Parker. Uh, drafted by the, I believe it was like 15 and like, what, 67 Milwaukee Bucks. My sister's a big Bucks fan. There's a dark times back then. That was like when I, Brandon Jennings. No, nah, Brandon Knight. Not, not, not that was Brandon Jennings, I think. And Monte Ellis definitely too. Giannis, early days. And Jabari. Jabari was one of the most hyped up prospects I've ever seen. I thought he was going to be better than Wiggins. You know, Wiggins had a, from what I could tell, a lackluster season down there in Kansas. Uh, I, I just really thought he was going to be good. That's just another guy who injuries killed him. And if he, I think there's a good chance if he doesn't get injured, that's an all-star right now. Maybe even like an MVP candidate type person. That's how good Jabari Parker could have been. Uh, next up. 2015, biggest Nuggets villain of all time, Emmanuel Moutier. Probably the biggest draft bust in Nuggets history. Honestly, just oh, makes me hurt the fact that the Nuggets, it's kind of a blessing in disguise that they didn't draft Devin Booker because then, you know, obviously I'd rather have Michael Porter Jr. than Devin Booker any day of the week because MPJ is eventually going to be better than Devin Booker if he gets that. You know, minutes, but anyways, Emmanuel Moutier, I thought he was going to make, it was mainly just me being a delusional fan. Uh, you know, I, I just turned 10, 10 at the time, I believe, you know, Broncos just came off of winning the Super Bowl there. So I just, I was really high on Emmanuel Moutier. And as soon as I saw him play, I realized this guy sucks. And don't you think for a second that I wasn't there in those dark days of the Denver Nuggets because I was. Ty Lawson, 
Kenneth Farid. The Dark Ages. Terrible. Just awful. I, you know, I could, I could just, I want to, I want to just pray to the Lord that we have this front office that helps. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, 2016 Dragon Bender. Now, if you don't know who Dragon Bender is, he was supposed to be this like new stretch five, the best European since Dirk. Uh, basically, what Carl Anthony Towns is now, Dragon Bender was supposed to be. And, you know, Phoenix Suns, man, incompetent organization, horrible, disgusting incompetence on their part. Uh, I believe uh, Ryan McDonough was the GM back then. Just awful. Just, just terrible. Terrible. Such low-quality GM. He had his job for forever, too. He was the one that, you know, traded away Goran Dragic. And he, he was just – he was awful. But Dragon Bender, man, you wanted to see some of these Dragon Bender highlights from when he was playing uh, – Overseas and man, he was good. And I, he could have been real good, but he can't shoot for his life. And it's just a common theme with these guys. They're inefficient. They don't get touches. And that's not how it works. And then carrying over to the next year, Markel Fultz and Josh Jackson. Now these two guys have already solidified themselves as draft busts because Markel Fultz is no longer on the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, what's his name? Josh Jackson is no longer on the Phoenix Suns. Both of these players are pretty good right now. Like Markel Fultz to me is a, is a better player right now than, than Lonzo. Like even though that he's been injured, the, if you look at the magic, how they were playing with Markel on the floor versus when he wasn't there, Man, he was good. The Magic were good with him, and I and my Markel deserved that extension. And then Josh Jackson's reviving his career with the Detroit Pistons this year. Um, but anyways, Markel Fultz was supposed to be this James Harden-type guy. Um, the Sixers drafted him when they already had Ben Simmons, which was a bad move, in my opinion, at the time. Remember, the Sixers traded up to get him, actually. And it's always going to be the move, man. Boston moved down, got Jason Tatum, and, you know, the rest is history. That team looks to be a future contender uh, in the Eastern Conference there. So Philadelphia traded away Markel for peanuts to the Orlando Magic, where he's now, you know, getting real good. Um, I think there's – I don't think he could – he could maybe, like, make, like, one or two all-star teams in his in his, uh, in his his NBA career. That's how good I think Markel Fultz is, and I think people are underestimating him a little bit. That, that man can turn into Gary Payton sometimes, I'm telling you. He can put dudes in a prison. Um, but really, Markel Fultz's career was hindered by this horrific injury, injury in baseball that pitchers get. And he was actually the first known case of a basketball player having this injury. Now, it's suspected, but that's probably what it is. And he just could not shoot for his life. People were laughing at him when he was shooting free throws. Oh man, it was it was bad. It was bad. Markel Fultz, uh, one of the biggest draft busts of this uh, decade for sure. Even though I think he's a really good player, um, hit the value that he gave the now contending Philadelphia 76ers. Not good. Not good. And 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 if they had drafted, um, maybe even the number two pick of that year, Lonzo. 
Like, think about it. Would they even have gone the route of getting Al Horford or Tobias Harris? Because that screwed over their team. Like, Alonzo would provide this shooting that, that, that the, uh, the Sixers don't. Now, granted, Alonzo was arguably a worse shooter than, than, uh, than Markel Fultz in his first year. But that's a topic for another day. What if the Sixers had taken Tatum or, you know, De'Aaron Fox or one of these type dudes? Um, Donovan Mitchell. I think that would have been the best fit because I wouldn't have played Tatum and and uh, Ben Simmons together. Uh, next it is though the Josh Jackson effect is real. The man at Kansas, he by the way, he was the number one prospect coming out of high school. Kansas Josh Jackson had this incredible aura around him, and people thought that he was going to be this. Because this was the time when Kawhi Leonard was really bursting onto the scene. Like, if, if, um, what's his name? Uh, there, Curry hadn't led the Warriors to 76 wins. Kawhi, unanimous MVP because of him leading the uh, San Antonio to 67 wins. I mean, that was nuts. That's their best record in franchise history. That wasn't with the, you know, Tim Duncan, Manu, and, and Tony Parker thing. That was with Kawhi. So, Mind you, Kawhi was a really respected player at this time, and, and people thought, uh, you know, whenever a player like this bursts onto the scene, they're always looking for the next Kawhi Leonard. Josh Jackson was that mold of player. He was supposed to be this two-way beast, and I fell for it, man, because I wasn't watching film at that time. You know, I wasn't looking into things, and I learned that lesson real quick with Josh Jackson, and I learned that I had to stop listening to ESPN and, you know, all these guys, and I started watching film, and this is my revelation as a watcher of sports, that you can't listen to these mainstream sources because Josh Jackson, we all fell for it, that Josh Jackson was going to be this great player, like, you know, uh, in the mold of, like, Michael Jordan if he was a forward. Like, that's what people were saying Josh Jackson could legitimately be that legitimately have the defensive upside of like prime LeBron completely ridiculous stuff. And the next ones in the 2018 draft guys have still not, you know, panned out fully. We know who's going to be a bust. Like we know Kevin Knox is a bust. Like, to me, Marvin Bagley is a draft bust. Um, me going into the uh, 2017 draft, I knew Luka Doncic was the best player. I knew that. That was one of the things that was undeniable. If you had actually watched him, you knew Luka was the best player in that draft. And then second, Michael Porter Jr. That's why when the Nuggets drafted Michael Porter Jr., was one of the most eye-opening things for me ever because the fact that we were able to take that risk on him really showed that we have this competent front office and we're ready to compete. And lo and behold, we are now one of the best teams in the Western Conference. I would say we're a top-five organization in the league because of this type of stuff, these big-time drafts choices that no other team would be the fact that Sacramento didn't take Michael Porter Jr. or Luca 
or even Trey Young. Scary to me. Scary how bad Sacramento's organization is. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, he's been to me, he's been a massive disappointment. Deont- like if if Luca was on the Suns right now, just think about how good. I mean, their defense would suck, but like. Um, even any other – who's another big man in this class? Uh, Marvin Bagley, no, he's – he's Marvin Bagley's a, a bust to me. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's got to step up his game, though. He's really got to step up his game. Um, just uh, some some new faces uh, that I think could fall into this category are uh, – see, in this new draft, this 2020 draft, to me, thought Anthony Edwards was the best player coming into it by far. I thought he had the biggest upside. I still stand by that. I still think Anthony Edwards probably is going to be a superstar level MVP type player. If you just look at him, there's not a lot of other rookies that can drop 42 points. There's not a lot of them. And he's one of them. He's fearless. He is going to be a great player for a long time. LaMelo. I thought would be the second or third best, but the second best, and to me, who was going to be the most well-rounded player out of this draft is Onyeka Okongwu of the Atlanta Hawks. Now, he hasn't seen the floor much, so I'm not going to call him a bust or anything. And obviously, it's like halfway through his first year, but I do expect a lot from him when he comes back. Uh, In other news... I'm thinking really that the Chicago Bulls are going to make a mistake in the offseason. I, I, I didn't like how they traded away Wendell. If they could have sent Lowry Markinen to there in Orlando, I think that would have been a lot better for our, for uh, Chicago. Still think Lowry Market or uh, Wendell Carter could have been something like if he had just been humbled to be a backup big, that would have been good. Uh, and just another thought, really digging these uh these Hornets mint uniforms. They're sick. Um and you know, I, I can't wait for Lamelo Ball to get back out there. Uh can't wait for Tyrese Halliburton. It seems like forever since I've watched a Kings game. You know, he's a great player too. Um, you know, it's always a joy watching Anthony Edwards, uh John Wall. Uh, Victor Oladipo, just some of my favorite players in the league. You know, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, all of these guys, man. NBA's fun, and, and that's why I cover it. That's it's best sport on earth, man. Really is awesome. Can't wait for these playoffs. As always, it's me, Hybrid, signing off, man. So... Really? Jeez, what are you doing, man? Sorry, I just had to talk to my cat for a second. He was just getting a little too handsy with his catnip over there. Dude, don't spit. Yo, what are you What are you doing, man? Stop. All right, I'm going to have to cut this short right now because i got to go discipline my cat, man. If you guys enjoyed, share this. Spent a lot of time on this. Could have gone to bed, but no, I stayed up for, you know, my very limited audience. So I'm going to sign off now. All right. Cyber, I've just spoke.